In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Some of you might know that I was at a Catholic Charismatic Renewal Conference a week, about a week ago, which had a lot of different people from different backgrounds. This means who attended have different experiences from the styles of worship, from benediction of the Blessed Sacrament to prayer ministry, which with incense and a worship band and much more. People who attended this conference came from many different traditions, different churchmanships, different dominations. The one thing we had in common is that we believed and worshipped in God. During this event, we had praying out loud, praying silently, and for everyone, or just privately. In the Gospel readings day, it reads, I ask not only on behalf of thee, but only on behalf of those who will believe in me through their word, that they might only be one, as you, Father, are in me, and I am in you. May they also be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. The glory that you have given me, I have given them, so they may be one, as we are one. Praying for us? We hear that Jesus is praying for all believers. The verse before is about Jesus praying for himself, then for the disciples, and then us. So what does this mean? What is Jesus praying? He is praying to say that we are one and, we, and how we should be towards others. He is saying love. We should love each other, not concerned on differences we have with one another. He is praying for you, one Father and Son together, which comes back to us, which leads us to mission and spreading the love of God, focusing on unity between Christians. Last Monday, I went to a Deanery Mother's Union service. Nine different churches came together to celebrate the love of God. We are many churches, but we still love one God, and this we love each other. Sometimes there are problems that can cause issues, and that is working out how the new, well, the new ministry area. And just like my on fire conference, we had a different opinions. On the first night, we had incense, as you normally do with candles, and the room which we worshipped in was quite low and dark, not much ventilation. We did have the windows open. So when we processed in, unfortunately, someone was unwell because of the smoke. So afterwards, I was told, um, as someone who's organising servers, to calm the smoke down and maybe swing it less. And we worked it out. <laughs> And the lady who was ill sat far back at the window, we compromised, and she was happy, we were happy, and on this occasion it worked out fine. We were not always going to agree on one another, but we can still love them. We still drink and eat together while working through our differences. In Acts 16, 25-6 we hear, About midnight and Saul were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly there was such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken. At once the prison doors flew open and, every, and the chains came loose. As well as seeing Paul and Saul realising miraculously from this prison, it is a reminder of us of being forgiven and set free of our sins through God's love. In, in one of today's hymns we also sing, From the wind, wind, blow on me, a line saying, set us free and love one another, so that we have the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity, is, is setting us free to love.
usefully to be a reminder as we prepare for Pentecost. So without God's love, we will not be forgiven, and if we can't be forgiven, we can't forgive others, and there is no love in around. God loves us so much that Jesus was born, and he promised that the Holy Spirit would come upon us after he had ascended into heaven. The same love that God has for Jesus is the same love that God has for us. This is a relationship of independence and trust, that love one another and live our lives not to be like robots. We may experience the love of God and him back, but we are not going to keep everyone happy. Their ideas, their ways, with the same love, but God loves me, we all love, then we will move together. We must not only believe in Jesus Christ, but also live in oneness and unity of the love of God for each other. So what would you do for love? What sacrifices would you make for someone who you loved and you love them? Would you give up time, money, die on the cross? Can you remember when you were dating your partner or trying to make friends, would you find something that they like and make a total effort to spend time with them? To be in the glory of God, because God loved us so much to send Jesus to us. God loved us to die on the cross and our sins are forgiven, being part of the Christian family, to be in unity. As Paul and Cyril sacrificed themselves at the point of ending up in jail in order to show their love for Jesus, removing the bad spirit from the slave girl, and then gets jailed. But it's worth it for someone who knows God's love and for them to be set free to live God's life, curation to live at last. We must live in God's love. We must live in God's love. We must show God's love to others. Working together at that stage, as Jesus prayed, we must be one because we're here in the fourth chapter of the first letter of John. God is love. Whatever lives in love lives in God, and God lives in them. Amen.